G'day, g'day. Welcome to Show and Tell the Podcast. Hi. Once Hi. again, thanks yeah. for, if you're a first time listener, thanking you. Mm. And uh, if you're a regular, nice to um, be back in your earbuds, <laughs> your earballs, your ear holes. Um, <laughs> hey, I wear, on a, talking of ears, I wear earbuds at night, mm. like to block out noise. I wear eye mask <gasps> and earbuds. And anyone who wears earbuds will know this. After a bit of time, you get little scabs in your ears and they're so painful. What? It's so painful. One of my best mates, Kerry, wears them all the time as well. And I'm like, oh, God, like, because you must rub your ear and take off a bit of skin sometimes really? with the little earbuds. It's always how fascinated noisy. me how she's done that, though, when she's got little kids. Always I, like, done it. try to hear them breathing at every second. Me too. And but how noisy is it? Oh, it's silent, but I still – and I need complete blackness. And blocked out. I need every sense just nut, like dulled within an inch of its life. It's called high maintenance. Huh. Yeah. Wowza. Even when the babies were born. Plug no. That shit. Yeah, God, yeah. If I had them next to my bed, every single <laughs> noise I mean. they would make it would do my head in. It would keep me awake all night. Okay. Huh. Let's get into quick question. What do we got this week? Oh, what do we got? Let me, let me read it out. We've just got random questions in the Ziploc bag we pull what out. What is your current state of mind? Oh. oh, okay. Do you want to go first, Mel? Um, pretty scattered, yeah. I reckon. I'm very scattered, like a million things running through my head all at once, but I'm not sort of taking action on any of them. Mm-hmm. Like a bit overwhelmed. That's my usual. So that's uh, – That's how you're feeling today. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. needs to be. Mm. Yeah. Totally. Mine would probably be – Pretty good, but I have to talk myself back into being pretty good after I do prep drop-off. Oh, you're having a rough time oh, though. Oh, yeah, it's not pretty. So I have to like consciously sit in the car and, okay, breathe it out mm. <laughs> and not oh let it ruin my day Yeah, because it's hardcore. Well, Jarb's not <clears throat> letting you go. He's just gripping on, isn't he? Yep, for dear life. Like secretary has to come out and peel him off. <gasps> Tries to run away now. Oh, God. Oh, the worst part is people watching. Yeah. And mm. you're like, I don't – just do it silently. I'll hug you for as long as you need, but please don't make a scene. Mm. <laughs> it's not my jam. Everyone just feels really bad for you. Mm. I ha- yes, I've got but f- I don't want to be asked. Like, people, are you okay? I'm like, okay. No, yeah, I'm not. This is just prep. Like, we're just doing it. Yeah. And it's just what it is. But it's a process to – Shake it off. Oh, it goes mm. against every instinct in your body mm-hmm. to just leave your kid when they're crying mm. like that. Especially at school, though, you've got no choice. You know, like childcare and stuff feels a little bit different sometimes. Yes, yes. But when it's school, it's like, no, Mm-mm. this is it. My um, preppy Arlo's a complete opposite. Stacey and I were talking, she's like, I'm having a rough time. We got to the front gate the other day. So I've got my <laughs> grade three in one, holding one hand, Arlo in the other hand, my preppy. Mm. I'm going to have to walk back to school until he's finished high school. Like, Literally up to his front, into the classroom. He's like, can you come to my classroom with me all the time? Where Arlo is, we get to the front gate and he goes, drops my hand, he goes, I'll take it from here, (gasps) mum. No. (laughs) And walks to class. Fly free, little bird. Isn't he such? How's just the comment though? I'll take it from here. I'll take it from here, mum. I'll take it from here, mum. And then like his backpack's (laughs) bigger than his whole body. It's so funny. Oh, my God. If there's anything I can say... Mm. My daughter was the same. Yeah. Not so much crying and holding on to me, but it was very, very hard the first few months of school mm-hmm. to get her to go and not be upset or have tantrums in the morning and all that stuff. Mm. It will pass, but it's, it's I just really awful. It's going to 
torture me. Yeah, he has since birth. Oh, yeah. He's got my number. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's tough. That's anyway. You just be a little bit on edge all day because you know tomorrow you've got to do it again. Yeah, yeah, but you've got to let it go. I've got to, I just forced myself to let it go. Yeah. And he's fine. I pick him up and he's fine. Yeah, he's fine so just once like he's in there. An hour of my day. Yeah. yeah. And I've got to just move on. Anyway, what's your current state of mind? Um, my current state of mind is a bit unsettled as well. Mm. I'm going – I'm at the three-month mark of mum passing mm. and I have found it really difficult. Mm. Um. And so I went to my GP and have gone on stronger medication. And I know that it's – I'm grieving, but I also was at the point that I didn't want to get out of bed and I was weeping. And yeah. I know those triggers t- for me, like repetitive thoughts and stuff. Are, there's certain things I know when I'm not in Dude. a good place. Yeah. And I was like, okay, those thoughts are on repeat. It might even just be two words that will go around on repeat in my mm. head. Mm. And then, um, yeah, I get extremely weepy and just really – like I I think of myself as – sounds like a wank, but quite a creative person. Like I churn out ideas all the time yeah, for mm, yeah. radio and this site and stuff and I couldn't think of anything mm. and that's another trigger for me. Mm. So I just went to him and I thought I just think I need a bit of help at this time. Mm. But what I feel has happened is that I'm almost – like it's definitely – taking the edge off and I'm not crying as much and I'm thinking about mum every second still so I'm not avoiding grieving I'm totally leaning into that but it's 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 almost like they're too high for me because it's numbed me where yeah. it's just a bit of a void in my head I can't yeah. explain it well that's what people worry about by taking meds right that they mm. well it, it'll numbs, take away the highs it takes as well. away the highs but it takes away the lows but mm. at the moment for me taking away the highs is um I'm okay with that because the lows were a bit too, too low. low for me yes but um, yeah, it's so very I'm responsible. Just, she's very just, good. At, she's very good at knowing the triggers and stuff. It's good. But yeah, I just can't. It's also making me not be able to find words properly, and I just don't quite feel myself. Mm, right. It's only very temporary. It's only maybe. very yeah, very recent. Maybe there's like a sort of certain buffer of time that it takes for your body to catch up. Yeah. To you know, yeah, a different dosage. But yeah, I think that's very responsible. Well, I just don't want to, uh, you know, I get I'm grieving and I'm definitely not avoiding it. I can't stress that enough where I'm not, not like drug me up so I don't feel what's going on. It's more I can't ha- have run my family and yeah, be doing yes. my jobs and live. And yeah. live. Like it's I want to grieve my mum and I actually never want to stop grieving her because it connects me to her. Mm. But like now I, I'm struggling to cry. Like at numb. It, uh, like, so yeah. last night I just – there's things I remember like now I actually will cry, which I almost want to invite it because they're not there very <laughs> often. Yeah. yeah. But there's certain things I replay in my head about mum. Mm-hmm. I can. Oh, this feels nice. <laughs> <laughs> Let it out. Right here. Yeah, there's certain things I replay in my mum, like when she told us she had three months and I just see her and I see her looking at Sam, my partner, and saying, I love you, Sammy. Like she just made sure all of us knew, but I just picture her in that, you know, when she told us and then I went in the next night and her and I just watched a show and I laid with her in the hospital bed and... And I was going to say, even thinking of that, I'm not crying anymore, but I am. High five, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Nailing it. Fucking got me too. Fucking hell. I know. Anyway. I know. Anyway, you cry. This is a warts and all podcast, isn't it? My God, you guys must be like, fuck these girls. Let's go on a journey <laughs> in 20 minutes. 
There is nothing. There is there is there is nothing that can compare with losing someone you love. There's just nothing. No, it's just bullshit. But also, like talking about this, people like all of us are talking about things that everybody's going through somewhere. Yeah, I know, you know and it's helpful. Yeah, it is. At least we can tell ourselves that, so it's just not complete rubbish. Totally. Anyway, let's move on to something else. Um, a couple of days ago, Justin Bieber did an interview with Zane Lowe. So Zane Lowe is like one of the biggest music in like interview people. I don't know what you even call that. Interviewer, entertainment reporter. Yeah, he's got his yeah. own shows in America. So he was on Beats, which is um, Apple Music's mm-hmm. like radio station. Like he would be getting paid. I can't even tell you how much that guy would be getting paid. But he's – all of them want to be interviewed by Zane Lowe. So he can get interviews with anyone. Great job. Um, he's a New Zealand guy and he's oh, just – is that what he is? Yeah, he's absolutely brilliant. Isn't he? So is it he's relaxed? He's what is so very relaxed. He knows his stuff. He's relaxed. He's like lives and breathes music. And people though. He likes their, the story behind the people. Yeah. Like this, the way he does it is so clever. Do you know who I'm imagining in my head? Like Louis Theroux. That yeah, sort of – that relaxed and – And inquisitive. Like, mm. Yeah. Very so good. he did an interview with Justin Bieber. It is unbelievably uncomfortable to watch. It is very – oh, yeah. Like and I had to focus on Zane during it because same. he's so relaxed. Bieber sits down and he's rocking his legs constantly, popping oh. his head. Like he's so uncomfortable very, in his own skin. It's yeah. so transparent. Yeah. And he barely looks at Zane the whole mm. interview, literally looks at the ground. Haley's off camera and he looks at her sometimes as well. Mm-hmm. But he just – it was a fascinating interview. How's Bieber's voice in it though was – Unbelievably irritating. I didn't notice that. I was just more caught up in, my God, you'd be hard to interview when you fiddle like that. He did it on Alan DeGeneres' show too. He's very – so yeah. hard to just stay in the zone to interview him. I think there's literally no – because looking people in the eyes is can be a tricky thing to do. Mm. He clearly, it's intimate. It feels yeah, intimate. And yeah, and he's clearly very uncomfortable giving himself to people. Mm. Like he would have been burnt that many times that he's – Clearly a part of it is like you can't really look people in the eye. I know, but you know what else about this? I watch, I've watch. i been watching his YouTube doco. It's like a – it's up to part six or seven and they're ten minutes long and it's all chapters of his life in building this album. And when he's looking at the camera, he's completely comfortable. You don't yes. see any of this fidgeting, yeah. rocking, tapping, none of it. It's only when he's one-on-one with a person in front of yeah. him. It's fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. It is. It's really interesting. But you get – he's been famous since he was so young. So, of course, he's a fucking messed up unit. Mm. Anyway, there's a couple bits I wanted to play to you um, because he and Hayley were obviously together and then they broke up and he Mm. said to her, I can't give you what you need right Mm. now. Like he was still mourning Selena. Not mourning but like getting over Selena and he um, went on tour and he was pretty fucked up. Mm. And so Zane asked him um, uh, about his faith. He is – Super religious. Yeah. Can I ask you a tough question before we focus on the future and how bright things look? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Do you think that if you hadn't redefined what Jesus was and reclaimed it into something that was worthy of practice for you, Mm -hmm. which then led you on a path of reconciliation with your wife, Mm -hmm. do you think the person that the you of then was on a path of self-destruction? Do you feel that you were were self-destructing? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I would have for sure, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. It would have been. It would have been no, but no. It was bad. It would have been. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be alive for sure. 
pretty full on. Mm. He sounds like a little boy. Yeah, but his yeah. voice was all croaky. It got worse during it. Bothered me, but mm. I'm just like sometimes when I hear people talk about Jesus, I'm like, fuck! I wish I believed. I know <laughs> there's such a. I think for people who are really religious, there's such a comfort to it. Yeah, you know, like that mm. feeling of there's someone almost like. I think I think people who are super religious, I'm assuming, there's a level of control that you can let go of because you feel yeah. like it's taking care of. It's God's plan. It's yeah, whatever. It would be nice, and that assurance that you would feel that I'm going to go on somewhere after this. There's no just, question. Yeah. It, yeah. I just my mind boggles with it because I just it's like for me, for somebody to say to me believe in Jesus mm. it's, it feels the same as somebody to go speak Chinese to me right now it's like <laughs> it's just not in me it's not there mm. I don't have it I either. just don't I, so I'm like fascinated I grew up with people believing in something mm. don't get me wrong I believe that there is something bigger than us mm-hmm. I truly do and I I hate it because it's such a wank, but I'm like, often I'll put it out to the universe but you because need I don't that. know what that is. Yes. You need yeah. to know that. Like mm. that's a comfort thing that we tell ourselves is so, somewhere else we're going, yeah. just like religion's a comfort yeah. thing. But I don't know, where, I don't believe that there was a guy who had barbed wire around his head. I don't no. believe that there is a heaven necessarily. Mm. I don't, so I don't believe that things that were written hundreds of thousands of years ago or whatever is. Do you know what I mean? I just I think it's. I know. I get really confused by that. I grew up Catholic. We were never religious, but just that was, we were Catholic. Mm. Never went to church or anything. Now my kids go to Catholic school and everything. And it's only been the last few years. I never really questioned it. I just assumed, okay, this is how it happened. Now as I'm older, I'm mm. like, oh, is that true? And then why are there so many different books? Why is there the Quran and the Bible? and the Torah and all that, mm. how can there be all these different interpretations of it? But then deep down something in me is like, I do believe there's some – and maybe it's, a, a again, a comfort thing, mm. but I really like the idea that there is something else up there. I don't yeah. want to think that you die. But see, I don't think die. up there either. Do you know what I mean? I don't go, oh, up there is heaven. and <gasps> Oh, yeah, 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 like in the clouds or yeah. whatever. I know. It's fascinating anyway. And, yeah, at times like this, especially when I'm grieving mum, I'm like, geez, I wish I thought she, Jesus was looking after her. And yeah. Would you go to a clairvoyant? Uh, yeah, and you know what? I've actually got a session um, – Jackie Gillies from the Housewives of Melbourne is like, I'll do a session for you. I just don't feel ready yet. Oh, well, then don't. Yeah, Yeah. because I'm totally open to that stuff. So how I believe, you know, I don't, you know, um, believe in religion. Other people would go, well, that's how can you not believe in something like that, Mm. believe in clairvoyance? I'm, I'm very much... Whatever, do you know what I mean? You take what you want, and no, even spirituality is it's different. It's not. Probably that same thing, the idea of the universe or there's something out there that's bigger than us. Yes, but a lot of people would think clairvoyants are just full of shit. And I mean a lot of them are. But sometimes they just get something where you're like, hold on, how do you know that? Mm. So then that's what makes me go, there has to be something bigger than this Mm. because there's no one in the world that knew that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, so I will do a session with um, Jackie at some point. Yeah, and she's good. Yeah. Remember you and I? We had her on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, go back and listen to that if you haven't because she picked up some stuff with Mel. Mm. Um, Anyway, so let's go back to Bieber. So he got off tour at the end of 2017 and he and Hayley um, were not together and he was a bit of a hot mess and uh, have a listen to this. I got off tour and, yeah, there was still – there was just – there was this feeling of um, unresolved things in my life. I took the time to – 
resolve some things in my life, uh, some, some relationships, get some healing. Did you go to therapy? Work through some healing. Yeah, I did. I think it's important that we express our feelings and uh, find that place. I think a lot of people, I think at one time I felt like, ah, who is this person to give me advice? You know, like, what does he know about? And I just, I've moved past, I've just grown to mature past that and just know that, like, it's just, it's helpful. Then, um, so then he starts talking about when he realized that Haley Baldwin was the one for him after they'd separated and then he spots her. When did you realize that it was time for you to reconnect with Haley and that you had gotten to a place when you knew that you could potentially actually pursue something substantial? I just felt there was a lot of resolution um, in my life. I'd seen her at an event and I'd, uh, I'd seen her with a baby and uh, something just clicked and it was like, wow, she's the one. I'd, I'd kind of decluttered some of my past and I was able to see really clearly, and I just seen her across the room. She was holding a baby, and uh, I just seen the nurturing look in her eyes toward this baby, um, and I was like, I want the mother of my children to look at a baby the way that she was, and um, she just, the way she was carrying it, and I just seen something so special, and I just was like, I want that, and I knew that she could offer that to me wow you watched the doco didn't you and you mm-hmm. said Kaylee's like his carer yeah she is it's quite it, it's lovely but also quite alarming like you very know? codependent yeah like oh you haven't taken your meds yet yeah no you took him at 2 p.m like it's a lot <laughs> of that like let me make sure he's on track like so what meds well, he ma- I think he does a lot of like he has mono which is glandular fever essentially and yeah. he has uh Lyme disease and obviously quite severe anxiety and stuff. So I think he takes a concoction of stuff. Yes. Yep. Yep. Maybe wow. that's what he saw when he looked at her, not maybe a mother of his child. Yeah, he saw, oh, ma- you can hold me like that baby. Ma- well, that maternal. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. That mat- can I tell you once? Yeah. Mark had said, this was years ago before onesies became a thing, mm-hmm. right? And Mark had said to me once, the kids, I think Dominique was a baby, and he goes, God, a baby suit looks comfortable. Mm. Like just a onesie like that. And I thought, oh, I should see if I can get online and find him one. It took me to a very dark place. Oh, I put yeah. in adult <laughs> baby onesie. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, imagine someone looked at my oh Google my history. It was like full like adult nappies yeah, for bait, people, like oh weird sexual God, play. Oh it's totally a fetish. That's it's, what it is. Can you see those weird shows where people like put their dicks in exhausts and stuff like oh that? Oh, yeah. And then like the next week will be, meet John. John likes to wear diapers <laughs> and onesies. <laughs> and then he hires people to look after him. John did poo in nappies. Oh, and it's nah. like a grown man. No, thank you. <laughs> oh. Cannot watch that. No. If you had to get into one fetish, mm-hmm. what would it be? Oh, oh, God. You know what yours would be, Mel? What? Mel was speaking to me the other day and she was like, do you want to know something disgusting? Oh, oh my God. What did I say? Your dog was like <gasps> chewing oh, on yes. your feet and like chewing oh. off the dry skin of her feet. Mm. I reckon that's what my fetish would be. I'd like slap bits of peanut butter on my body. Do you know what? <laughs> that's how I know. That's how I know. Oh, you said that out loud. That's how I know our friendship is in a really special place because as I was talking to her, I said, 
Layla's licking my feet. This is so gross. She's like trying to eat the dry skin off my heels and she goes, does Ew. it feel good? I went, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that to many people. No, but we just said it to <laughs> oh everyone listening. Hey, uh, we're going to get out of here. Um, thank you so much for listening and um, make sure you shoot us anything that you guys want. We're also starting um, a new podcast uh, which is called um, Tell Me More and mm. we're going to get different guests on and this is when we can get on the experts that you guys have written and said you want on um, and just different, you know, comedians, friends, different people like yeah. that where we're just going to deep dive into their lives a little bit more, which we'll, we'll start doing that weekly. Yep. Plus this one and then eventually we'll get one up which involves you guys where we get you on and talk to you about what's happening in your world. If you've got any um, questions or funny stories that are happening in your world, uh, just email stacy at showandtellonline.com.au. And we are reading all your emails and yes. all your messages and um, beautiful awesome. reviews. Yes, reviews on iTunes and uh, yeah, make sure you share the podcast. Tag us in if there's, you know, if you're watching it and you're like, oh, I'm going to tag in the guy so they can see that we're listening, and then we'll watch, and then I'll get peanut butter on my body. Bye for now. Bye. <laughs>